From Milford Haven to Mathry for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. I'm Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. 347 new cases of the coronavirus and five new COVID-related deaths have been recorded in the Hewildar Health Board area according to yesterday's figures. The latest figures from Public Health Wales showed that there were 210 new cases in Carmarthenshire, 102 in Pembrokeshire and 35 in Ceredigion since the last report. The affordable housing to be included in a major development on the outskirts of Haverford West looks set to be removed from plans this week. An application for 700 houses on land at Slade Lane, along with a supermarket, petrol station and associated infrastructure, was approved in 2014 and reserved matters for 115 dwellings was approved in 2019. The developer's Conyugar says the viability of the development would be at risk if it was to meet its agreement of 25% affordable housing, and it also wants to proceed without fully meeting a transport mitigation contribution and residential contribution. A planning report stated that its primary conclusion is that the development cannot viably provide any of the outstanding planning obligations policy requirements in respect of financial contributions towards infrastructure and affordable housing. It added that the evidence presented indicated that the development of much-needed new housing provision could not proceed if the Section 106 agreements were enforced. An urgent appeal has gone out to find rented accommodation for a third family of Syrian refugees who have been given the go-ahead to move into Cardigan. After a long wait due to the pandemic, the local charity involved with the government community sponsorship scheme for settling Syrian refugee families have had their application accepted by the Welsh Government and Ceredigion County Council. In a statement, they said, We were lucky enough to receive a generous donation which has provided us with the initial funds and we have had a great service of volunteers. Anyone else who can offer a little time for specific tasks or general friendship when the family arrive would always be welcome. A welcoming event is scheduled to be held at Cardigan Guild Hall on October the 19th and anyone who feels they can help in the rehousing of the third family can contact Alex at alexcroesoteifi at gmail.com. A man has been accused of making homemade weapons whilst in jail and is to have his case heard at trial later this month. Rory Barnes, whose address is given in Milford Haven but was formerly given as Cumbry Terrace in Pembroke Dock, is accused of making weapons whilst he was serving time in HMP Park Bridgend in January. On January 18th, Barnes was said to be in possession of what was described as a bladed or sharply pointed article, described as two plastic cutlery hand with the blade from a disposable razor melted onto them. The homemade weapon Barnes is alleged to have possessed is commonly known as a shiv. Just three days later, Barnes was also found to be in possession of a metal spike sharpened to a point with a green cloth handle. The same day, Barnes allegedly had on him a flat yellow-coloured metal bar. Barnes denied the first two charges and entered a guilty plea to possessing the metal bar when he appeared at Cardiff Magistrates by video link on September 23rd. He will appear for trial at Cardiff Crown Court on October 21st for the other two matters. I'm Charlie James and that's the latest for Pembrokeshire. Follow Pure West Radio on Twitter at Pure West Radio. Driving down the 45, running all the stop signs. The way you're touching my skin, the way you're making me sin. Laying in your backseat, 
So put your magic on me. Come on, tie me up in your strings. Uh, make me do anything. Yeah, yeah. Got me looking hella crazy. Yeah, yeah. Got me tripping on you lately. Yeah. I'm under your spell and I'm under your body. Oh. It's like black, black magic. You work your voodoo on me. Black, black magic. The things you do to me, yeah. Black, black magic. Just like that, black, black magic. You work your voodoo on me. Stone, hope you're well this evening. Welcome to Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties every Monday evening between seven and nine. We bring you the latest sporting stories from Pembrokeshire and beyond. We're live on the Facebook page after eight o'clock. Don't forget, you can listen right now online and on your smart speaker as we kick off another Monday night on Pure West Radio.
Well, once again, welcome to the show on a Monday evening. It's Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties. I'm Ben Stone and we've got loads to cover tonight, both locally and nationally. Myself and Fraser were both running at the weekend. Maybe you were one of the people who did the London Marathon actually in London yesterday. I did it virtually. However, you completed the 26.2 miles. You can let us know. Leave us a message on the Pure West Radio Facebook page and we will read some of those out during the show. Fraser was involved with the really challenging Narbuth Nobola in terrible conditions at Templeton Airfield on Saturday, where you had to run just over four miles every hour. And the amount of laps that people got through, I think Fraser himself did around 34 miles. We'll chat to him about that after eight o'clock live on Facebook. And we'll hear in this hour of the show from Tim Plum, who is one of the race directors. I've got local rugby covered and an interview as well. Uh, with Emma Summons of the Milford Haven hockey team to come for you between now and eight. But let's have a look at the football stories first. And Ben Fawcett scored a dramatic 88th minute equaliser for Haverford West County at the Bridge Meadow Stadium on Saturday. That goal earned the Bluebirds a deserved point against champions Connors Key Nomads, who had actually parted company with their uh, charismatic manager Andy Morrison in the build-up to the game. The visitors led at the break thanks to Callum Morris who scored from the penalty spot, but the Bluebirds wouldn't lie down and right at the end Fawcett grabbed an equaliser to earn his side a draw. There's a full match report available of course on pembrokeshiresport.co.uk and next up for the Bluebirds on Saturday in the league it's actually a trip to Cardiff Met University. I'll have a look at what happened in the Pembrokeshire Football League in just a sec. First though uh, like so many football fixtures over the weekend the terrible rain we had on Saturday meant not many games were completed in the West Wales Intermediate Cup. In the matches that were played and weren't postponed because of the weather, FC Bonamine 3, Nayland 1 and Sandfield 6, Hundleton 1. But no other games were completed involving the Pembrokeshire sides. In Division 1 of the Pembrokeshire Football League on Saturday, just the one game, Narbeth 0, Moncton Swifts 7. In Division 2, Broadhaven 4, Merlins Bridge seconds 2, at Milford Athletic 1, Johnston 5, and Moncton Swifts seconds 6, Penna Robbins seconds 4. In Division 3, Carew seconds 3, Cosheston 1, Goodick United seconds 7, Broadhaven 2, Haverford West Cricket Club AFC 1, Clarberston Road seconds 7, Lorraine 3, Camrose AFC 4, Pembroke Borough 4, Pendine 3 and Tembe 8, Fishguard Sports 2. In Division 4, Camrose seconds 11, Solver 2, Letterston 2, Haverford West Cricket Club seconds 1 and St Ishmael seconds 4, Carew 3. The other games in that division that were scheduled were postponed. And in Division 5, her Branston seconds 7, Milford Athletic seconds 1, Johnston seconds 1, Pembroke Borough seconds 1, and Newport Tigers continued their dominant start to life in Division 5. They beat Lorraine seconds by 7 goals to nil, and the other games were postponed. Those are some of the football stories. We'll get more from Gordon and Fraser after 8, and we'll turn our attention to some local rugby, and we will hear uh, from the Whitland head coach, Gareth Bennett, in just a few moments right here on Pure West Sport for Monday evening. Enjoy learning something new. Want to learn Welsh? Shemai, Shuduti. 
Doing hoffi dusty camerai. Learning online is easier than you think. You can learn Welsh in your garden. You can learn Welsh from your kitchen. You can learn Welsh from your lounge. You can learn Welsh from your spare room. You can learn Welsh sat next to your dog. Courses start in September. Friendly tutors are there to help you learn and to make sure you have fun doing it. And the best part is, you can now do it from home. There's plenty of help available. The tutors are great. I'm enjoying learning Welsh. It's the most satisfying thing I've ever done. With 50% discount for beginners, what are you waiting for? Just sign up. Visit learnwelsh.com for full details. The Valero Community Update on Pure West Radio keeps you updated with the various projects Valero are supporting in Pembrokeshire. From sports clubs, schools, charities and musicians to members of staff from Valero who volunteer their time. We hear about the latest community projects Valero do to support our community on the last Wednesday of every month at 9.30am and 5.30pm only on Pure West Radio. If you miss it, catch up on the podcast at purewestradio.com. The Valero Community Update. Seven Spice, where the staff are oh so nice. You'll love our Jalfrezi and special rice. What's even better is our price. This will have you coming back not once, but twice. <laughs> Enough of all that rhyming. Malaki! The Seven Spice of Market Street, Halford West, offers the finest Asian cuisine, open six days a week. They offer a fine selection of Indian dishes to eat in or take away. Book your table now or place your order by visiting sevenspice.uk or call Aki on 01437 762 789. The Seven Spice, where the staff are oh so nice. Pure West Radio.
Bon Jovi and living on a prayer. Sounding brilliant for Monday evening on Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties. And it's Ben with you this evening. Fraser and Gordon live with me on the Facebook page after eight. If you took part yesterday in the London Marathon or the virtual London Marathon or maybe the Narbeth Nobbler with Fraser. And we even had some uh, representation at an Ironman event in Spain over the weekend. Uh, leave us a message on the Facebook page so we can read some of those out. Uh, local rugby that took place over the weekend. We're going to hear from the Whitland coach Gareth Bennett in just a sec. Uh, the other games though, uh, Nayland 10, Haverford West 20, Pembroke Dock Harlequins 22, Langham 3, uh, St David's and Cardigan was postponed. In the WRU plate competition, District H, Kremick 10, Fishguard and Goodick 3. Uh, the game between Aberystwyth and Milford Haven was postponed. Whitland were 36-14 winners against Pembroke. And Fraser Watson can bring us some reaction with the Whitland camp. Well, it was a tough day of conditions in Whitland yesterday, but a good win for the home side. And I'm glad now to be joined by their head coach, Gareth Bennett. Bennett came up against Pembroke yesterday. You must have been pleased with how that panned out. It was, um... It was a tough day, especially with Clint's experience, all the pleases he was, the pitch sounded really well, and both sides wanted to play rugby, and uh, I was, that was quite pleasing for both coaches, I would imagine, I mean, both teams tried to play, um, and it was good because there was a lot of youngsters out playing as well, which was joined by the, the older, more experienced players as well, which was, which was nice to see. You had a bit of a tough start in his plate competition, Benny. I know, like you just mentioned there, you were blooding youngsters, but obviously in terms of results, the fish got defeat and a defeat after that. But you've come good in the last couple of weeks, haven't you? A good win in Milford and then one over Pembroke yesterday, two potential banana skins. What's been the change in the last couple of weeks, pal? I think um, we, we sat down with all the boys. Um, Matt Jess nailed, nailed it. Um, we tend to have three games pre-season. We only had the one against Cardigan. Um, so going into against Fishguard, I don't. It, it was it, we were rusty. We were really rusty. We were just uh, playing the game well. Coming we, uh, we were getting better. We had a lot of boys unavailable. We just had no excuses. But when we played against Milford, then it was our third game in. That's what we said. Now we start start the ball rolling. It's been nice to blood a lot of youngsters as well. Because these boys coming out of youth. In a way, is that why this plate competition can be so useful? Because even if you don't go through, it does almost serve as a pre-season, allows you to experiment a bit and maybe hit the ground running when the league season starts now in October, November. Yeah, absolutely. And Tenby next week, that you know, always a good ride route in Whitland and Tenby. That'll be well attended as well, won't it? <laughs> I think so, yeah. It's got to be days. I think that's what the good thing about this uh, community cup in District 8 is being a case of it's a derby day every week. It's yeah. a good gig for the clubs. It's a chance to see some uh, local talent on show as well, which is always good to see done. 
Well, speaking of putting uh, people on the gate and local talent, obviously there's an announcement this week that Mike Phillips may well be appearing for you against Aberystwyth in later October. My question is, mate, you, uh, you're going to be making him train on the Tuesday and Thursday to earn his place? Well, he's going to have to as well, isn't he? Josh Thomas and Man of Matches. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he is and it, 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 it's good for the game as well it'll bring people in on the door and then Michael love nothing more than knowing the fact that he's drawn a crowd in as we know but um, also I, I know you say you're glad to be back there coaching as well Benny on a serious note I know your boys involved in Carmarthen Athletic under 16s they're going well it must be nice for you not just to be involved again at a senior level but to be helped by actually working with youngsters and see youngsters having the chance to come through and play competitively again because that was such a crucial period in their age group that they missed out on due to Covid wasn't it? It was Yeah, absolutely. Well, all the best with it, Benny, the coaching senior and junior level. And uh, well done yesterday. And we, we look forward to the Tenby game next week. Cheers, Benny. Thanks, mate. Excellent stuff from Fraser Watson. Reaction there from the Whitland camp after their win. Of course, we've got the news as well that Mike Phillips is coming out of retirement to play for Whitland in their WRU plate game on the 23rd of October when Whitland take on Aberystwyth. And we'll bring you more on that story, no doubt, in the coming weeks. We'll turn our attention next to hockey. Emma Summons from the Milford Haven Hockey Club has been speaking to Fraser and we'll hear that after the shadow on Pure West Radio.
It's the Shadows and Apache on Pure West Radio for a Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone. Uh, we will hear from Peter Davis in a few moments' time. He's one of the organisers of the Pembrokeshire Indoor Cricket League. Uh, Nayland A against Pembroke Dock A is well underway. That was the first game. Fraser's been following that, actually, and we'll hear how that's going when he joins us. The 8.30 game is Nayland C against Pembroke Dock B and actually both Fraser and I have entered teams in the Pembrokeshire Indoor Cricket League, their fantasy league. Uh, so we'll be talking about that a bit later on as well. But let's turn our attention now to hockey. And Fraser's been finding out how things are going in Milford Haven for Pure West Sport. Well, it was a great start to the season for Milford Haven hockey ladies yesterday as they won their opening game in South Wales Division One. And joining us on POS now is Emma Summons. I don't think she's alone. She's got a small child, a small child with her. So, but that such as such as such as life. But Emma, firstly, great start with you against, for you against Bridgend yesterday. Yeah, it's a great start. Great to get back out on the pitch with the girls and yeah, get some hockey played after a long break. I mean, that that's the first bit, isn't it? It's been so long for all all teams in, in sports like hockey, rugby, football, netball, the lot. But it must be firstly just a relief to, to be back training and playing competitive matches again. Yeah, just to get out of the house and yeah, get back to some kind of normal, really. And and how did the game go yesterday? Obviously, you were playing in Milford. It was inclement weather. There was a lot of rain and wind about in the morning. Did that affect the game? Yeah, it's pretty wet throughout the game. But yeah, it's a competitive game. To be fair, we went 1-0 up halfway through the first half and in the second half dug deep to grind out the win it's always a boost as well isn't it first up to get that start obviously you guys you were promoted a couple of years ago now from division two you had um, a year and a half in division one obviously covid affected the second season well, what's your aim for the team this year i mean is it to cement yourself again in division one yeah just to get back into it really obviously we haven't played for a long time and um, we've got some new girls coming through so yeah just settle in really and yeah try and finish mid-table and I know that before the pandemic you were building quite a, a good young squad weren't you in Milford Haven like you said you've had a few junior teams come through in the last couple of years those players have now progressed on a bit and and you were looking well you know in, in good stead for the future is, is that the same now are you fielding a young squad again this season with the, exe- yeah, the, with the, the exception of yourself had, <laughs> yeah the ones we had a couple of years ago have all gone off to uni now so yeah back to rebuilding and hopefully in a couple of years they'll come back to us and yeah we've got um, a good strong junior section at the moment from under 10s through 2016s so hopefully yeah it stands us in good stead for the future and it's Cardiff University thirds next year uh, next week sorry that's a team you've played a couple of times over the years um you traveling for that one yeah traveling up to Talibont next week so yeah should be good Cool, we could see you uh, progress from that start. And I know it's not just hockey you're involved in, Emma, there's a variety of sports. And, and you were involved the other night with the Pembrokeshire Vikings in what was a very big night down in Halford West. They've got another big day coming up in Langham this Sunday. Will you be involved in that one again? Yeah, I'll be involved in the touch side again. Yeah, it's basically for the players that aren't quite confident to play the contact side or our players that are like 16, 17, that are not quite old enough, just to give them an experience of rugby before they step up into the contact game. Yeah, it's a great idea. And obviously it was the main game which got um, the attention the other night and the big crowd and, and the reports and so on. But, you know, the guys who played the touch rugby as well, they got to play in front of a big crowd, didn't they? And have cheering going on and stuff. That must be great for them, if steam-wise, if nothing else. Yeah, it's a great experience and great atmosphere. Obviously it's a very big crowd down there and a lot of them haven't had the opportunity to play in front of a crowd like that before. So, yeah, it was good for everyone. 
Cool. Last question. I'll, I'll let you go in a minute because I know you, your other sport that you're involved in today, rugby union for the Half West Ladies. You're travelling up to Berryport. How have you guys been shaping up in, in training and so on? Um, yeah, again, it's been good to get back together, get out playing. Missing a few players today, obviously on the road again. But um, yeah. yeah, hopefully we'll get up there, have a decent game and yeah, just keep building. Excellent. Well, good luck for Emma and well done to you and to everyone at Milford Haven for, for a great start to your season yesterday. Thanks, Rose. No problem. Emma Summons from Milford Haven Hockey Club speaking there with Fraser Watson. Don't forget, if you would like to feature on the show, you can leave us a message on the Pure West Radio Facebook page or email sports at purewestradio.com. After a miserable weekend in the county, indoor cricket is back in Pembrokeshire. We will talk all about it and hear from one of the organisers after... After the script and the man who can't be moved, this is Pure West Sport. Going back to the corner where I first saw you. Gonna camp in my sleeping bag, I'm not gonna move. Got some words on cardboard, got your picture in my head saying, If you see this girl, can you tell her where I am? Some try to hand me money, they don't understand. One day you wake up and 
It's Pure West Radio for a Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone. It's Pure West Sport with our friends at Pembrokeshire Properties. We will be live on the Facebook page as long as it's working after eight o'clock. Facebook having outages this evening, so we will hopefully be able to do that. Otherwise, you'll be able to continue listening online or on your smart speaker. And one of our guests this evening, we're going to be hearing from Bobby Brown, who lives in Pelcombe and actually represented Team GB at football in the 1960 Olympic Games. He had a really interesting career that nearly took him to AC Milan, or so Wikipedia says, but he also played for Barnet, Fulham, Watford, Northampton and Cardiff City and was involved with the FAW. We'll talk to him about his career and his brand new book, All He Can Do Is Score Goals, The Life and Times of Bobby Brown. He'll be joining us before nine o'clock on the show this evening. However, let's turn our attention to a brand new indoor cricket season that's got underway this evening at the Nayland Hub, as Fraser Watson's been finding out. Well, one Pembrokeshire cricket season has finished, but another one starts, it seems. And that's because of the great news that the Pembrokeshire Indoor Cricket League is back up and running this week. And I'm delighted now to be joined by the organiser, well known on this show, and that's Peter Swansea Jack Davis. Firstly, Peter, you must be relieved. We were obviously scuppered last year. It was going well, the whole process. And then the COVID-19 pandemic came back. We had to finish early. You must be relieved to get it all back up and running again now. Yeah, it's, it's good to get it back I'm uh, up again, Fraser. It's a pity last year we were at a pivotal stage and halfway through the season, I think if we could have cracked over the, over the halfway part, we may have been able to pick it up when lockdown had finished, but the halfway part left us too far to go, I think. Sure. If you just explain to the listeners now, Pete, we've got two groups now this year, haven't we, and a couple of new teams in as well, which is positive. Yeah, we were hoping to have two groups of six, but unfortunately uh, one's dropped out due to work commitments. So we've got... Um, uh, uh, what we call an A-League, which would be uh, six sides, which are all from the second div- second or first division. Uh, so that gives that league a bit of strength. And I think the, the B-League, we could say, is more of a development league with um, Pembroke Dock B coming in. Fishguard, a new side. As for development, I think the Pembrokeshire vets have been around a long time. There's a few old heads in that side, and I think they're going to enjoy themselves. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet they will actually be interested to see some of their fielding, right? But but you say you say a development league with it, with the exception maybe the Pembrokeshire vets are there, and it's great to have them involved. How good is it to see these new teams who can bring youngsters through it and learn about this format? Because these skills and these indoor can transfer to outdoor cricket, can't they? Yeah, as I said in, on the show in the past, I think if you look at Perhaps Nayland and Harford West, when uh, Harford West were in their prime as well in the first division, they were perhaps two of the better field insides, mm. or the best field insides. And I think those skills are owned indoors. And as I said, with the youngsters coming in, they can only benefit their, sk- uh, their skills. I know Pembroke Dock B are going to be very young. Um, I think Nick Daly and has got his lad and a couple of youngsters in there, which is sure. great to see. Sure, and there was a time when the Indoor League was struggling in recent years, obviously. Do you think the fact that we've got this facility now in Nayland, and I know how involved you are down there with that, has helps because there's more clarity now for teams. They've got a new base, it's an impressive facility, it's somewhere where they know they can learn and enjoy going to, and, and that seems to have ramped up numbers, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think we've got a home for it now because we're moving between Milford, Tenby Leisure Centre, and, and looking around at other venues at times. But I think with a bit of a home there now and, uh, say, excellent facilities, I think we can progress the league on. And say, same with the facilities this year as well. We would be hosting, it's our turn to host the Welsh finals down here. So we'd have the winners of the Swansea League and 
Cardiff and District competing in the Welsh final. Well, that'd be a great occasion. Obviously, Nayland have competed in the Welsh Cup final so many times in recent years, and actually would have been at Lords, I believe, if it were not for the COVID nineteen pandemic in twenty twenty. But just coming on to that, Jack. Obviously, you have a foot in the Nayland camp. We all know that. That's no secret. But from a league point of view. Would you like to see them challenged now? Would it be refreshing to see a few teams maybe develop, even if it's not this year, but in the years to come, and get a bit of a title race going again? Yeah, it would be great. The more these teams play in it, and this last season, Pembroke Dock and Narvas competed very well in that league. Once they've got their first couple of games under their belt, mm. they look decent sides in it. And both them sides have got some very good young players in, Fraser, so... I'm hoping this year they can give the Nayland boys a good run for their money. You could never write off Harford West, you know, with people like Di Davis and that playing. Yes, yeah, certainly. So let's hope there's, there's three or four teams pushing for the title this year. Certainly. Now, there's, there's one bone of contention I've got to pick up with you here, Pete. We've advertised on this show Patrick Hannon has done a fantasy league this year, which should be good fun for that. And I think a few boys are there picking their teams. I, I've noticed I've sneaked in 2.5 million, a double winning cricketer this year, Division 3 in the Allen Brown. What's he playing at? <laughs> We'll have a bit of fun, and I'll be advertising to entrants. They've got a bargain on their hands if they want one there at that paltry price. But I'll bring that one up with Patrick. But thank you for your time, Jack. Anyway, now my big question for you: the last one is, um, I know this league will run on Sunday and Monday nights, uh, as you've explained. But a week on Sunday, where will you be? Will you be in Nayland Indoor Centre? Or will you be at Parker Scarlets for the uh, the visit of your uh, beloved I Munster? I've, I've, I've done the fixtures, mate, and obviously. I do have a bit of bearing on the fixtures. Um, I'm at Parker Scarlet's, mate. There's no cricket, are What? What a coincidence! <laughs> well, no, I, I think we, we fit. I'm joking, and we, we do finish. I think on the Sunday we finish by 12:45. That's the last game. So I think we looked at that and. If there's any football or rugby on for boys to watch on a Sunday afternoon, it doesn't interfere with that. Yeah, fair enough. And obviously we start uh, tonight now on Monday, but when are we looking to run to, Jack? We're looking to finish on Monday the 13th of December. Lovely job. Well, we look forward to, to coming down and myself participating a little bit, hopefully, and of course all of us watching, because it is a great initiative. It got going last year. It suddenly cut short through no fault of anyone else, so uh, it should really develop and help teams this time around. Yeah, we're hoping so, Fraser. Amen to that. Thanks for your time, Jack. Fraser Watson speaking to Peter Davis. The indoor cricket season up and running. The first game, as we heard, going on right now. It was the 6.30 start between Nayland A and Pembroke Dock A. And there's also the small matter of the indoor cricket fantasy league as well. I've got a team in it. So's Fraser. I'm not sure if Gordon has. We'll find out a bit later. Uh, the Nayland A side taking on Pembroke Dock A in that early game. Sean Hannon, Nick Cooman, Greg Miller, Patrick Hannon, Jack John and Kieran Aaron. Uh, the Pembroke Dock A side, Scott Griffiths, George Smith, Ewan McDonald, Thomas Grimwood, Reese Daly and Jamie White. Uh, Nayland C play Pembroke Dock B 
in the 8.30 match. So whilst we're on air, we'll try and bring you some updates from that. Those games being played at the Nayland Hub and the Indoor League, so important here in Pembrokeshire. Uh, we have a real running focus on the show. Uh, the Narbuth Nobbler uh, was the event Fraser did at the weekend. He was involved in that at Templeton Airfield. And we'll hear from the race director before 8 o'clock this evening on the show. Castle Hot Tubs are Wales's largest multi-award winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire. Offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Want to win a hot tub for a week? Tune into Pure West Radio every weekday morning at 10.45 and play Who's in the Hot Tub for your chance to win Castle Hot Tubs the friendly company big enough to cope small enough to care <laughs> Loch Farm Ice Cream handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana blackberry chocolate Coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Lochmiler Farm Ice Cream. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognised as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. That Change for Life is all about small changes to help make us and our families healthier. Like, a lot of food contains more sugar than you might think, and eating too much can make us put on weight, which may lead to heart disease, type 2 diabetes and even cancer. Making sugar swaps is a great way to stay healthy, and it's so simple. Instead of sweets, swap them for fruit. And for fizzy drinks, try no added sugar or sugar-free ones. Just check the label. It's easy to be food smart. For more help with sugar swaps, search Change for Life online. Job Finder on Pure West Radio. If you've got staffing issues, we can help. Get the staff you deserve to help your business succeed. The Pure West Radio Job Finder. Pembrokeshire College has an exciting opportunity for a work-based learning contract and compliance manager to manage the work-based learning management information team. For more information or to apply, please visit purewestradio.com forward slash job finder. Pure West Radio Job Finder. If you've got a vacancy for your business, we can help you fill it. Check out the website purewestradio.com or get in touch on 01437 764455. The Pure West Radio Job Finder. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Search for the Pure West Radio. Thinking about your love. Yeah, I, I, I. Heart 
times and you can get discouraged When it seems as though our working lives are keeping us apart Put your trust in me, baby, don't you worry And it won't be long now, so we must be strong There was times I knew I let you down so badly I never knew then what losing your love would Thomas and thinking about your love on Pure West Radio. It's Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone, Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties. Uh, the annual Sport Pembrokeshire Awards are back for 2021 and time is running out now for you to get your nominations in. The deadline is the 10th of October ahead of a high profile awards ceremony at Folly Farm on Friday 26th of November. Uh, there are loads of categories, female sporting achievement, male sporting achievement, 
Disability Sport Awards, the Young Volunteer of the Year at the Junior Disability Sport Award, the Boys Under 16 and Girls Under 16 Sporting Achievement, Unsung Hero, Coach of the Year, Team Achievement of the Year, Club of the Year, the Junior Under 16 Disability Sport Award and the Club Organiser of the Year. The deadline fast approaching then on the 10th of October. Go to the pembrokeshire.gov.uk website to get the online nomination form so you can nominate someone to be a winner. Now looking forward to being joined by Fraser and Gordon on the show after the news at 8 o'clock. Fraser took part in the Narbuth Nobbler at Templeton Airfield, a brilliant ultra running challenge and after completing i think or you might have even done it midway through uh, fraser caught up with the race director well after 34.3 miles i'm definitely done with the narbuth nobbler there are quite a few still there out on the course i'm delighted now to be joined by by one of the organizers tim plum tim a brutal day weather wise but a good entry list how's it gone so far do you think yeah it's been good actually like so impressed by the runners getting out of the car every lap it's been brutal weather like it's the worst weather i've seen in a few weeks you know it's just been massive blobs of rain do you know what i mean proper rain and uh yeah so impressed people are getting out people have battled through it and now it's cleared up really luckily so hopefully they'll have a good evening of it people have battled through it because i was looking around after two three laps expecting a few dropouts and nobody had <laughs> yeah. you never want to be the first obviously yeah. to come out so it's been a real brave effort and like you say that to conditions not just the torrential rain but obviously the course is it's really made a lot of floodplaining out there yeah. isn't it it's hard it's really degraded quite badly actually we, i mean the, the airfield isn't used for races normally we, and we've decided to use a bit more of the, the cross-country stuff rather than just pure airfields to make mm. it a bit more interesting for the runners but that's just gone into a bog i mean literally in some places over your shins yeah. like in water so it's it's degraded quite badly you know but we've we see people come in now like maxed out you know people have been crying they've yeah. really pushed themselves sure. to the limit which is what this event's about really I mean, interesting is one word for it. Yeah, it has made it that. But, uh, I mean, explain a bit about this event, Tim, because obviously ultra-running events have become more frequent now, but this is a bit unique, isn't it? The, this this concept of doing a lap, stopping uh, and going again. Do you think in some way that's harder? I was talking to one guy on the course who said he's done a 100-mile ultra before and it was easier than this mm-hmm. because he wasn't stop-starting. Yeah. Is that what you wanted, to make it a bit different, to make the challenge a bit different? Yeah, I mean, back in ultras have been going a while now in America and we've seen a few crop up in the UK, so we wanted to be you know, the first to do it in West Wales to sort of you know claim it as an event. Yeah. as we would perhaps repeat it again next year but I think it's down to your personality really some people will like it they'll like the repetition of it they'll like to get to the car and yeah. get every every ac- access to good kit and you know top up as they need to some people hate it they hate having to sit down every for 10 minutes every lap and they can suffer fizzy because they can stiffen up their bodies shut down go right I'm done for the day yeah. hang on I've got to go again it's not a nice starting again so it's down to you personally I think whether it's, if it's you or not you know sure it's coming back quarter past six now it's, it's still light but darkness will be coming in in an hour or so um, I know some people are well equipped for that head torches and everything these days have you got any kind of expectation of how far this event will go tonight when the winner will come in uh, no no idea we know you know sana's here yeah well, she, we she's a strong horse in the we, race we know, we know sana's got a bit of stamina yes yeah, yeah but these people are coming in on very consistent times like 45 minutes 45 minutes mm. and that for me is a sign of somebody who's in control and has probably got a bit more to go you know they keep coming at 45 suggest they've got the legs for it i know one guy has already done 12 laps in training right so he's, he's here till 10 o'clock at night at least so that's yeah. probably 50 miles but the night will play its part people may not have not run through the night before mm. that's a real mental game then keeping yourself awake and motivated but there's a big, a big carrot to be 24 hours you know that's sure. a big one sure and and is that the key to it what you just mentioned there for maybe people listening and, and 
who like to run the long distance and considering doing this next time around to pace yourself you know you, you don't want to be going in in quick laps and at the same time interesting thing Sana said to me actually um, she'd, she'd come in first three laps in a row and I, I joked about whether she was overdoing it but she said if she slowed down mm. because, of, because of her body makeup she'd seize up yeah, so, so yeah, it's yeah. all about tactics and knowing your body yeah. and, and, and knowing whether to push yourself and yeah. when not to maybe yeah it is absolutely yeah. and, and it's probably the first time people have done this kind of event so they'll learn a lot about it so next next event of a similar type they could perform better mm. but it's it's a learning curve for everybody who hasn't, hasn't done this type of thing before I think but yeah you know <laughs> God speed for them you know let's, let's hope yeah. they get through the night and, and get the targets they want you know hopefully people will get to 24 which is a big one for us to do sure. we then run a 100 mile event yeah. you know oh absolutely and uh, last question then Tim um, what's up next for the Narbeth Nobler well we were in uh, Oakwood have been cool with us we've asked them if we can run the night Nobler from their um, right. premises again they've said yes we've got a bit of negotiation to do with some of the part of their neighbours and natural resources as well so we can sure. use the word so hopefully in December we'll have to run that again it's a 10k loads of fun bands lights in the words madness there's a bar there's a disco and all that kind of stuff so real fun run type thing cool well I'm not going to say thank you I don't think at the moment <laughs> for a great event but I'll yeah. say well done on a great thank event you, mate. Yeah, it's been a tough day but a good day yeah you've done well you've done really well <laughs> thank you well. very much cheers Tim <laughs> well Tim Plum speaking there to Fraser Watson it was the Welsh Backyard Ultra the Narbeth Nobbler uh, that Fraser took part in it sounded absolutely brilliant and he did well there to, just to be able to do an interview because I think Fraser managed to rack up 30 four miles which is just brilliant well then to everyone involved with that uh, we will speak more to Fraser uh, when he joins us live on the show after eight if you did that event if you did a park run if you did the London Marathon or the the virtual London Marathon do get in touch and let us know uh, this evening so we can give you a mention on the show uh, that would be really really good to hear from you so many people doing some brilliant running challenges this weekend maybe you did do one of the park runs in Milford or Haverford West or, or Colby gardens let us know and more on that to come after eight we'll also be joined in the second half of the show uh, by bobby brown who actually represented team gb in the 1960 olympic games a former footballer with barnet fulham watford northampton town and cardiff city Uh, he's actually just written a book which is just out you can actually get yourself a copy by contacting bobby it's called all he can do is score goals the life and times of bobby brown he lives in pelcombe and he will be our guest on the show before nine o'clock this evening right here on pure west radio so very much looking forward to speaking to him you're very welcome if you're just joining us on the show tonight every monday between seven and nine it's pure west sports right here on pure west radio with pembrokeshire properties remember those walls i built well baby they're tumbling down and they didn't even put up a fight they didn't even make the sound i found a way to let you in but i never really had a doubt standing in the light of your halo i got my angel now it's like i've been awakened every rule 